Welcome to the Warner Brothers Podcast. My name is Keenan, joined by my brother Kyle, joined by Brandon, joined by Timmy. Hey guys, how are you? How are you all? I'm great. Yeah, I'm phenomenal. Keenan, you seem a little tense. Everything okay? You good? Yeah, yeah, we're great. You know, we were just having conversations before pod that, you know, just... There are certain conversations in sports that get me very upset, and this is one of them that we're going to have later on today. But Brandon, how are you? Are you seem you're doing good. Yeah, yeah, doing doing good, doing great. Uh, it's great to see. You. It's great to hear. So obviously, uh, the Super Bowl rematch is set from 2019, 2020 season or 2018, 2019 season. We got the 49ers seeing the good old Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Uh, we're we're having questions. Each of us do have questions. Who wants to start? I know we each have things that we're looking to ask, kind of things to dive into. Uh, who wants to start? Who wants to bring whatever they want to up right now? I mean, I could start. Yeah, I could start. It. it depends. Like, I don't know if you guys have basic questions. I mean. Just start with whatever. We'll bounce around. We'll go. Yeah. We'll just, I mean, this is like quickest start in Warner Brothers podcast history, possibly. Um, let me ask you guys this. Between the two games, between the Ravens loss and the Lions loss, which do you think is the worst loss? Uh, we'll start We'll start with Tim. Definitely. I mean, the Lions loss hurts just because they definitely could have not been in that situation. But the Ravens, to me, have a worse loss just because they just looked like they couldn't function at all like really at all during that game they had that nice touchdown at the beginning and then after that it was just deep shot after deep shot they didn't run the ball I think they said they rushed six times this is the best rushing offense in the league and they rushed six times they got completely away from their identity they put it all on Lamar's shoulders and Lamar just couldn't couldn't get over the hump um multiple mistakes by Defensive players, you know, cheap shots on Mahomes resulting in first downs that cost them. Zay Flowers taunting cost them. Then the fumble really cost them. Just so many mistakes. To me, that's the bigger thing. We can kind of put the Lions loss on on really one thing, just going for it on fourth, and they should have kicked the field goal and, you know, been able to tie it. But with the Ravens, there was just so many things that I did not like when I watched that football game. Brandon, you? Yeah, I, I'm going to agree with Tim with the Ravens. Um, pretty much everything Tim said is exactly what I was going to say. I think it was definitely in terms of, like, expectations, because, like, I think we can all agree that, like, Detroit wasn't really supposed to be here. Um, Baltimore would be in the number one overall seed, being favored in Baltimore. Um, I agree. There was a lot of mental miscues, um, a lot of stupid penalties. Um, them getting away from the running game was questioning, and I saw something today. And uh, it was going from week one. It was like every week from, I want to say week eight or week nine, their rushing attempts per game just slightly decreased. And then they got to the playoffs and they started passing more, which is not the offense that Baltimore's traditionally ran. Um, the defense played pretty decent in the second half. Um, but, 
mean, just really mental miscues from Zay Flowers with the taunting, fumbling the ball, Lamar Jackson throwing in a triple coverage, which was highly questionable. Uh, you know, the uh, the bad pocket awareness on the uh, strip sack. Um, so I, I think, I really honestly think Kansas City kind of was begging Baltimore to win that game. Um, was pretty much serving it to them on a silver platter, and Baltimore had it there for the taking, but they just couldn't do it. Yeah, I I agree with you. So I've got a little bit more, I guess, nuance of it. I think that it's in the short term more devastating for the Ravens and long term more devastating than the Lions. I don't know how many more times possibly the Lions will get back to that spot and you're up 24 to 7 at the half against a 49ers team who has been reeling over the last couple weeks. Obviously, they had the loss to the Ravens, they had the loss to the Rams, but they didn't start their starters. Obviously, they beat the uh, Commanders, I believe, in that in that stretch there, or the uh, either Commanders or the Cardinals, one of the two. But then they obviously had a tough win against the Packers where they didn't look great, and then they didn't look great in the first half. You're up 24-7. to seven. That's one way you want. That one's going to sting for a while, and knowing Detroit, their luck, their history, maybe Dan Campbell, and that's all they've turned it around, but their division's getting tougher. The NFC might going to get tougher. They might be getting one of the best young quarterbacks in the league here shortly or coming in to the league here shortly, I should say. So we'll see. And But then in the short term, though, absolutely is the Ravens. This was a team that a lot of people, once the playoffs had started, was like, this is the best team in the league, including myself. I thought this was the best team in the league. They should be in the Super Bowl. They should win the Super Bowl. And they laid an egg, and it was because of them. It wasn't because Mahomes, first quarter Mahomes is one of those things, like, man, that's too good. Like, he was special in the first quarter, first half even for the most part. Second half, the defense held them to nothing. It was just stupid, as we said, stupid penalties, fumbles, stupid turnovers, stupid mistakes, and the uh, not giving the ball to Odell and not having him featured in your play in your game plan. The most clutch receiver, the receiver who has been in Super Bowls, has played in the Super Bowl, played in playoff games, big playoff games. I mean, he made the big fourth down catch. He started to get going on that drive a little bit. I don't know what took him all game to get there. Like that's why you bring him in. That's why he's there to make those plays to be to be a figure like that, and then it comes down to Lamar. Lastly, we saw Josh Allen, one read, two read, head, go. We saw Brock Purdy in the second half against the Lions, one read, two read. I don't have it. I can scramble and get these yards. Like Lamar, you're the most electric quarterback running arguably ever. You or Michael Vick, whatever. Maybe Randall Cunningham for your older people, but like you're one of the most electric running quarterbacks ever take off if you need 150 yards to win the game run for 150 yards we've seen you run for 100 in the playoffs before you've done it three other times run you don't have to win with your arm win with your legs because that's what that's what makes you lamar jackson without your legs you are a pretty good quarterback with your legs you are a two-time mvp you should have used less than more but that's me so i think the ravens short term lines maybe long term because i don't know how many more times they see this within the next 20 years um, you know what? I'll answer Keenan's first. I mean, I agree with all, everything all three of you said. Um, I would say the Lions are pretty set up in the short term. I think like they should they, be, even, but it's it's tough. Even if they get bounced out, their defense is gonna improve. That offense isn't gonna get any worse, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe, maybe some injuries, but they got they're pretty well stocked. Like their question will be: Will they win the division with Green Bay? Vikings and the Bears, who knows? But Green Bay's for sure going to be there. But they at least look like they're going to be 
in the mix. They got the coach. They got the offense. Question is, will they have the defense? Uh, and I guess you got to worry about if Dan Campbell's going to go for it on fourth. And That's you have the play. And you have the play calling. Yes. Um, and Ben Johnson's going to be leaving probably. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but Ben Johnson's leaving too. Sure. We saw obviously what Shane Steichen saw Shane Steichen leaving for, for Jalen Hurts this year and how much that affects him. Even the Chiefs losing Eric Bieniemy. Obviously, you have Andy Reid, so that kind of makes up for it. But the Chiefs' offense didn't look the same this year compared to last year, and they had the same personnel. So. Do they we, don't have know. good weapons, though. I'll say, the, but the they Lions had the same weapons loaded. last year. No, no. I'm just meaning the. For sure. I'm, I'm just sure. meaning the uh, offensive coordinator. How much that can mean in taking that away from you. But the, the Lions have great weapons. But it's more like the Eagles. The Eagles still have great weapons. They just didn't have the same offense. Partially on Jalen Hurts and how the team's playing. Partially Shane Steichen not being there, the play caller. But go on. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you there. I'm, you know, Goss is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts, so I think he's going to adapt to whatever OC and who knows, maybe they promote from within the building. I get what you're saying, but they just got so much weapons, so many weapons, uh, whether it's in the backfield, whether it's their receivers, tight end, great offensive line. So I'm not necessarily too worried about the lions. I mean, the Ravens to me, it's like, if not now, then when I'm almost more worried about them in the long term. even though Lamar is going to keep improving, I would think, uh, you know, I mean, this is one of their better health years and they were still pretty banged up and they still dominated the league. Uh, so, I mean, let me get to that. That Ravens loss. Completely agree with everything you guys said. The dumb penalties. Uh, the Chiefs were dying to lose. They did nothing in the second half aside from that last play on third and nine to really seal the victory at all. They couldn't even get to the red zone. Uh, you know, it is going to be a great matchup with San Francisco, but I can't lie. I mean, I'm. I really do think San Francisco is a much better team than them. I really can't believe as we're sitting here today that the Chiefs are there. If you want to tell me Mahomes played the way he did in that first quarter, first half, all the way through, then cool. Then I'm cool with the one and a half point line in the Super Bowl. Then I'm cool with everyone being like, hey, can't worry about these guys. But I can't imagine if, you know, the Niners even play the game they played yesterday where they fall behind. I can't imagine the Chiefs can hold up to that. I just can't. Um, But, you know, back to the Ravens. Can you talk about featuring Odell more? I wish they featured Lamar more. I wish they would just call Lamar's number. That's a different game. Of course, we can all sit here and say, you know, that Zay Flowers play at the goal line, that goes in, that's a different player. He just doesn't fumble and they get the ball at the one, that's a different ball game. But I was so disappointed. I mean, six run calls. Lamar seemed tight. Harbaugh seemed to have no control over his team. I would not have expected that from a John Harbaugh team. Someone who's been in the coach double digit or been a head coach for double digit years. Just so uncharacteristic. I don't even know who that team was yesterday. Uh, and if it sounds like I'm disappointed and don't want to see the, the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, it's because I don't. Uh, this was not a fun team to watch this year, the Chiefs. Uh, I thought they were the better team in the first half for sure. And once again, the second half, the Ravens just shit the game away. They just threw up all over themselves. Uh, it was pathetic to watch. Uh, the clowny penalty. I thought the Van Noy penalty was bullshit. I thought that was very much uh, here you go, Chiefs. But the clowny rough in the passer, I think there was a couple of other rough in the passers, if I remember correctly. Uh, the Zay Flowers taunt, the Zay Flowers fumble, obviously. The Ravens did it to themselves. So I think that was the worst loss. The Lions, at least, you had one of the best offenses in the Niners getting the ball in the second half and having room to work with. And they had to do the work on defense. They had to force the fourth, uh, fourth down stops. They had to do all that. So... You know, the Lions lost in a way I'd expect them to lose, honestly. I said it was probably going to come down to some Dan Campbell fourth downs. That's seemingly what it came down to. 
Uh, obviously, that call on third and one at the goal line, that was pretty terrible when they probably should have thrown the ball. Or if you're going to run the ball there, put your jumbo package in and uh, not run it with your base package. So, you know, Lions being a young team, you kind of expect that from them. Ravens, that was pathetic. I am still disappointed as we speak. I'm sure you can hear it in my voice, but that was a pathetic game. I expected much more out of the Ravens. Yeah, I I I agree. And long term too, I just want to kind of speak on me saying that. You're right in the sense of it's only the thing you can think of is just because it's is the Lions and that's what you get the feeling of. But again, if you're just going off of personnel and what the divisions are saying, you're right. The Lions are a better setup right now than the Raven. It's Ravens just because division with Burrow, you got Josh Allen, you got Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert now just has uh, Jim Harbaugh. You've got uh, Trevor Lawrence, you've got uh, who should come back to being even a better player and obviously with a better team, hopefully. You've got C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson could be something, Tua could be still something, especially if you get a whole run through Miami, which could happen. Like, there's just so much talent in the AFC as of let right this moment. Let the Steelers get a quarterback. You know? I would say, yeah. let, say let the Steelers get a quarterback, let the, let the Browns get a true quarterback. We saw what happened when they had a good Flacco who was still turning the ball over. What happened with that? Without Nick Chubb. So let the Browns get a quarterback. Obviously, don't let don't let New England be good. Like don't let New England be good, please. Like there's there's just too much. Like in the in the AFC, it really is just the Titans I don't have faith in next year and the Broncos probably but the Broncos even maybe but like really it's just them and the Raiders as of this moment in time like I don't have faith in those two teams other than that you could tell me anything about every team I have to wait for the offseason but uh next question anybody want to go Timmy I know you said you had a couple you want to start with one um well I only really have one I have another one but it's really not anything to do with the playoffs at all okay and then the one that you know about is going to get you hot so if you want to wait till the end we can do that yeah well, if that's the only one you have then sure i'll ask a question okay if that's if you're if you're gonna just ask stupidity then yeah i'll ask a question um so speaking of <laughs> um so i went i went into this game saying that this could be the most impressive mahomes run and this might be the most impressive Mahomes win of his career if he does win this game. Do you guys feel like this is the most impressive win of Patrick Mahomes' career? I'll start. Yep. Uh, absolutely not. Just because of exactly what I said uh, in this last question. No, the Ravens just threw that game away. Uh, if you tell me the Chiefs like step on the Ravens next in the second half, then yes. Uh, I thought it was a great win against Buffalo in Buffalo. Right? That's a tough win anywhere. Uh, the first first game obviously with the Dolphins you favor the Chiefs but they did what they had to do uh they big boyed them you know they uh they acclimated to the weather in a way that the Dolphins could not uh this game again first half great first half absolutely I've never seen Mahomes look so comfortable this season you could just tell in his body language he was completely comfortable to be in the AFC championship game uh you could tell Lamar was not the most comfortable there uh not that he looked shaky the entire game but definitely looked shaky more than Mahomes uh, but that second half, the Ravens, even despite the dumbass penalties on defense, still found stop after stop after stop against the Chiefs. And Keen, I told you on live take yesterday, it very much reminded me of the Patriots this season, live take. where their defense, where the defense held everybody. Uh, they were in games they shouldn't have been, just strictly from the defense, and the quarterback couldn't get it done. And in this case, it wasn't just the quarterback; it was the entire team with the turnovers, with the penalties. 
X, Y, Z, right? So, no, I didn't find this game particularly impressive. You want to tell me the first half? Sure, yeah, he, he took control of that game. He took control of his team. In a way, Lamar did not take control of the game. Second half, no, the Ravens just absolutely just pissed that game away. Threw up on themselves, shit on themselves, whatever you want to call it. All the body fluids, that's what the Ravens did. I thought it was a pathetic showing by them. Uh, props to the Chiefs. They did what they had to do, but they sat on the ball in the second half. Absolutely just sat on the ball. So I was impressed with the first half. Overall game, wasn't too impressed. Timmy, how about you? I agree with Kyle. I definitely wouldn't say this is like the best win. I mean, it's really hard to say a game that they only scored 17 points can be considered their best win, especially when in the first quarter they looked like they knew exactly what they were doing. They knew exactly how to win, how to beat them. It really just came down to can our defense make something? And and it, it kind of worked. It kind of because of the Ravens, just, you know, mental mistakes and whatnot. Um, I definitely wouldn't say this is his best win, um, but it's definitely a good win. I mean, number one seed, great defense. They were able to overcome it. So, All right, Brandon, you? Uh, yeah, I agree. I don't think it's his, I don't think it's their, his best win or, or Kansas City's best win. Um, same, same reason why as Tim and Kyle. Um, just based off the fact that the second half, they really couldn't do anything. Uh, a lot of drives stalled out, a lot of drives were three and out. Might have had a first down here or there, um, but again, they'd stall out. Um, I also think I agree with what Kyle said. I think it has to do more so with what Baltimore didn't do. Um, because I think, I, I mean, I genuinely do think that if you took Baltimore's defense in the second half, and let's say, let's say Baltimore played like that the whole game, and they got decent production out of their offense, I don't know if that game's close. I, I mean, I really don't. Um, you know, if, if Lamar is able to hit a couple throws, if, you know, if Baltimore maybe doesn't commit the stupid penalties, if Jay Flowers doesn't fumble the ball, um, I don't know if – I don't think Kansas City wins that game. Um, obviously, they did, and, you know, this is all hindsight, but I don't think – I think in terms of the whole game, I don't really think it was – his best body work. I'd argue the Buffalo game from years ago when the whole that sparked the whole overtime uh, conversation. Mm -hmm. It's probably his best win, if not one of his best wins. Um, sure. So for me, this is top three um, because I didn't. This is the probably the first, probably one of the first few games from Mahomes that I thought I don't know how he's winning this game, and he did. Regardless of how the game went on, I understand that he played better. He outplayed. He outplayed Lamar. Clearly, that wasn't really too hard to do. But I did not think that the Chiefs were winning this game against the Ravens. I was. I'm still surprised that they did win the game. Obviously, it came down to the Ravens not doing stuff rather than the Chiefs fully doing stuff offensively in the second half. But I mean, he did make throws in the first half. He did put them in a position to where they didn't have to do much. So, it is up there for me in his most impressive wins. It's top three. With the Bills win, 42-36 overtime, obviously the 13 seconds to get into field goal range, that one's an all-time classic. And then I think last year's Super Bowl winning 38-35 against an Eagles team, that is a more talented roster than your roster for sure was, especially an Eagles team that had the great had a great coaching staff, Jalen Hurts playing at an MVP <laughs> level. I understand there was a call at the end of the game, but still Mahomes played a phenomenal game, and they won 38-35. So those, for me, those are his three most impressive – I got to push back on that. I got to push back on that. Uh, let me ask, let me ask everybody here. 
Give me a letter grade on Lamar's performance yesterday. I'd say, for me, a D. I was going to say D+. Plus. I would say anywhere. I think he played a C-level regular season game, but for a playoff game, he played a D. Yeah, I'd, I'd go D. I'd go a low, but D-. What about Harbaugh? What would you give him for a letter grade yesterday? Well, we can call it coaching staff. We can call it Harbaugh and Munkin, the OC. I'd give the coaching staff an F. I was going to say um, F as well. I think the coaching staff was abysmal. And that, that grade's catered more towards Todd Monken because the fact that, like, it just baffles me that you run six running plays. And then the other thing that I was kind of scratching my head about after the game, too, was I think Lamar only had one design run, and that was the, the one where he broke it off where he could have taken it to the house, but yeah. it slowed up. Looked like he was worried about Legereus Need or somebody behind him. But, I mean, the, the play calling was terrible. I get Mark Andrews was coming off injury. Um, he wasn't really featured. We already talked about Odell not being featured. Um, and all the deep shots. I mean, it's second and 10, and you're throwing 30, 40 yards downfield to Nelson Algalor and Rashad Bateman, and you've got guys that are coming open across the field. And you're playing against the team knowing that they take away your wide receivers. They have a good corner. They take away receivers, so why not use your backs? Like you did the, the drive where they featured Justice Hill for three or four plays out of the backfield, and then you just go away from them. So it's it was baffling to me. Um, I, I think it's it's an F, um, a miserable failure on the coaching staff. You added exactly. both. You had bo- you added both, so I say D. Offensive okay. coordinator, if I said give John Harbaugh about a D to a C, I'd give, I'd say overall D. That's exactly why I cannot even deem this win impressive. Uh, I thought again. I think last week's win is more impressive, going toe to toe with Allen when we know the Bills' offense was clicking to some degree, has the ability to be explosive. I would have thought last week's game would have been more so like this week's game, a low-scoring game where they eke it out. Uh, This one, I mean, no part of the Ravens that we know from this season showed up, not one, like not a single part of it. And again, it was literally the first half. Uh, So I can't say – I don't want to make it seem like I'm hating on the Chiefs. I don't want to make it seem like I'm just like – completely downplaying it but i kind of am i kind of am downplaying it because they gave one good half of football that second half the lions would have killed them that second half that's a super bowl the niners damn sure would have killed them last week's bills would have killed them uh you know you don't think that changes if they actually see the ravens scoring you don't think that you don't think that they could have turned it on or gotten gotten a drive out of themselves if they knew they had to I do. The Ravens or, or the or the, the Chiefs. Chiefs? The Chiefs. Sure, they could have, but they didn't. They didn't. You you need that drive all the time in the playoffs. You need that the whole entire second half. They knew they had to keep their uh, their foot on the gas, and they were genuinely trying. Uh, the Ravens were helping them. The Chiefs still couldn't even get it to you know their thirty yard line. So, you know, no, I really was not impressed. Again, that first half, I'm with you. That first half, I'm like, shit, Mahomes has control of this game. He looks comfortable. Like, the Ravens are in for a long day. And that second half, it was just, it was back and forth. Just, here, I don't want it. I don't want it. Chiefs didn't want it. Ravens didn't want it. Uh, You know, maybe if Zay Flowers scores, yeah, maybe we can have a different conversation. But they didn't. They threw on the, <laughs> threw up on themselves there with that play. Uh, So, no, the Chiefs, I mean, the Chiefs I saw yesterday will get killed by the 49ers. And the Chiefs, as we sit here, one thing's not going to change about the Chiefs. They still only have Mahomes, Pacheco, 
and Kelsey that are really doing anything for and Rasheed Rice. You got four players. That's it. Mahomes has got three guys to go to. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'll, my opinion will change in two weeks, but I really don't see a way for the Chiefs to show up offensively against the Niners. You know, the Niners are going to put up at least 25, I would think. It's going to be a dome. Uh, it's going to be good weather. It's not going to be, there's going to be no rain. So I just, I can't picture the Chiefs competing with the Niners at this moment right now from what I saw yesterday. We'll talk about that more on, but I completely disagree with sure. you on that. But um, hey, they look like sh- I don't know how you can. I'm because, not I mean, because you just talked because you just talked about them last week against Buffalo. They put up 27, and they could have put up easily 34. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. But the Niners got a better defense. They got the, a, They've got. They got a worse defense than the not. They've got a worse defense than the Ravens, and a little better defense than the Bills. The way they're playing well, we is pretty saw, comparable with the Bills. And we saw them. We saw them put the clamps. A little bit on the lines yesterday. Clamps? No, they made bad. In, the they, second, in that second half, well, like, what I are the Chiefs going to do in that situation? If they give up the ball twice, they're not going to be able to play. I don't know if they the give Niners up the can at least twice. turn you over. Well, I I'd like. I mean, I don't know if they give up the ball twice, though. Like, but the Niners kind of showed you they can at least turn you over, is my point. Yeah, so the Ravens. The Ravens took the ball away from everybody this year. They sacked every. They didn't, they didn't do anything yesterday. Like that. That. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's a Ravens loss more than the Chiefs win. But that's, just, all. that's my point. Here. And the Bills took the ball. Bills took the ball away more than almost every other team this season too. And they didn't take the ball away from the Chiefs other than McColl Hardman thinking he's cool. But like McColl Hardman just shouldn't touch the ball. So like I <laughs> yeah, think that's we, true. I just don't <laughs> you think ain't wrong. Well, I'm you just wrong, saying I think I'm if just, you just don't have him touch the ball, I think they're perfectly fine. I'm just saying I think the Chiefs can ride. First, if we're going off the first two games, cool. But I don't know how you can look at yesterday and say like because the first two yeah, games happened this year. That's why. I mean, they beat the Ravens. So, they did what but... they needed to do to beat the Ravens. We'll talk obviously more about this in depth. I'm just saying they did what they needed to do to beat the Ravens. I think that there is obviously they have a chance to beat the 49ers. I actually but can don't we have also a... can we also and I want Tim and Brand to get in on this too. Can we also agree that a significant advantage against Miami with the weather. They had a two-day rest advantage against Buffalo that they would not have had prior. That's also fair. They would have had it just a day, but I mean, I'm I'm not going to say they. I'm not going to say they lost the game because the Bills didn't have twenty more, twenty-four more hours of recovery body-wise. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they had an advantage of both games. Yeah, and they had a disadvantage. I mean, they were going on the road to Baltimore. I mean, the Baltimore like put laid an egg, sure, but I mean they. They knew what they were going against, and we never know what the 49ers are going to do. We I don't know how the you can say that shit was impressive yesterday. That's all I'm saying. It was because cool. I didn't think they were going to win, and they did. That regard, I I prefaced it by saying the the Ravens didn't play a great game, but I did not go going into that game. I did not think the Chiefs were winning. Leaving the game, yeah. the Chiefs won. I'm already impressed by that already because they found a way to win regardless. The way I don't think the that's manner a way to win. I don't think it's finding a way to win when you got penalties and just but bad. Did they win or lose? The they won, but it was bad so football they, from the Ravens. So am they I, found I, a way to win regardless. Tim, 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 am I saying the wrong thing here? So was I, that not bad? Terrible football by the Ravens. I yesterday? actually agree with Kyle where he's saying the Chiefs didn't necessarily win the game. The Ravens just lost the game. Because okay, if you're asking w? me, if you're asking me right now, how many points are the Chiefs scoring on the Ravens this weekend? I would have definitely said probably fifteen to twenty something. And if you're telling me that's all they need to win, I'm going to say, okay, then they didn't really do a lot to win if they only got 17 points. 
Um, and then to your, you also made a point earlier, Keenan. You said if they needed to score, they would have. They had a 10-point lead for 20-something minutes in this game. They needed to score the entire second half. They needed at least three points here, three points there, and they could not do anything. They so needed I do a agree third and nine. They got they got they needed the third and nine. They got the third and nine. The rate we as they saw the Ravens weren't playing great. All they needed to do we've I've seen this plenty of times. Don't turn the ball over. Field position game. Your defense is playing very well. Don't put the ball in harm's way. So you, they did all of that. So they did. That shit ain't impressive though. They did like, need to do that, but they needed to do that against the Dolphins. And the way they did it against the Dolphins was kill the clock, go down in the red zone, get some field goals. And they did the same thing. It was two touchdowns and then a bunch of field goals. And that's a little bit more of an impressive game because at least they could get to the red zone. This one was one field goal, two touchdowns, and then they just couldn't do anything further than that. They couldn't get into the red zone. They couldn't get into field goal territory. When they did, then there was problems. It was it was less impressive than the Dolphins. We won. all picked the Ravens to win the game. The We're Chiefs just some won chums. the game. That'll That'll make it. That'll make it impressive. That but was that, a terrible. But, we all agree that was a terrible loss on the Ravens' part. Yeah, yes, the Ravens, Ravens crumbled. I can't say, yeah. The Chiefs I can't say didn't that was flourish. A loss on the Ravens. The Chiefs played yeah, exactly. a Chiefs game and they just came out because the Ravens didn't do a damn thing. That's just, I can't sit here and say the number one team in the league underperformed, and that was the most a top three most impressive win in the Mahomes era. If Mahomes, what, if the Chiefs other, win seventeen to ten against the 49ers, I'm not saying that's impressive either. I'm going to say, what the hell did the Forty Niners do? I would be impressed. No, I would with be it in, if it was a defensive battle. I would if be they in, stop the Niners. I would Ravens be, stop themselves. Well, I wouldn't I say mean, it's a Mahomes no, beat. I mean, it's a Lamar it's a defense, threw a bad pass, but I mean, yeah. Yeah, the, right. the, the, so you're saying that you were impressed with the Chiefs' defense just barely? Is that what you just no, said? No, I wasn't even impressed with them. That's why I'm saying this. I'm disappointed in the Ravens. I'm disappointed. Okay. Yeah. There, was nothing, okay. there was nothing about that the Chiefs did yesterday. Again, aside from that first 30 minutes, aside from that, did that look like a championship team to me? No, it did not. It absolutely did not. That, they were dying to lose that game to the Ravens. Absolutely. If you're telling me Mahomes is getting every third down, blah, 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 like Brady against the Chiefs when he went to Arrowhead, that was one of the most impressive wins of the Brady era. This one, of course. again, of I'll course say it again. Would. Ravens just shit all over themselves. Brandon, I'll let you go. My fault. I'm talking way too much here. Yeah, so I'm going to give uh, Mahomes and, and Kansas City credit as much as it pains me. Um, anybody that knows <laughs> me, I'm not a fan of Kansas City at all. Um, I was talking to Kyle the majority of the game. Um, we were kind of going back and forth on it. and. I just, I don't know, like he just didn't, to me, it's like, I can think of like, I get it. Like it's his first time on the road, you know, in the playoffs and, and, and you know, all that good stuff. And we all picked Baltimore to win. A lot of America had Baltimore winning. Um, I think if you're going to give credit to anybody on Kansas City, it's got to be the, the, if you're going to, it's got to be the defense. But oh, then the again, defense, like absolutely. it's hard, it's, it's hard to give it. that much credit because like, I think, I mean, I really do think that Baltimore shot themselves in the foot. And then there's the whole other topic. You open up a whole new can of worms with some of the questionable calls. I didn't agree with the unnecessary roughness on Kyle Van Noy. Uh, whatever. Uh, you know, I, I think it should have been maybe offsetting, if you're going to call that. Um there was also, I mean, there were, there was a play that I was watching. It was on the Kelsey touchdown. Juwan Taylor literally has, I think it was Clowney or somebody wrapped up by the throat. Um, 
that's another missed call. Um, you've got the offensive line, and I don't remember if it was the rough in the pass or what it was. I think it was before that. Um, you've got another offensive lineman holding um, literally a D lineman to the ground. You've got the Isaiah Likely play where there was an obvious hold on the throwaway that that wasn't called. Um, I've seen people go back and forth about the the, tri- the whole triple coverage throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because the fact that the defender got there early. Um, it's a bang-bang play. Don't know if you could really call that. Um, I really, I mean, coverage. yeah, that's, that's if it's single coverage, I think that gets called, or maybe even double coverage, but triple coverage, I think that's kind of hard to justify. Um, but, I mean, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't impressed. I was more so disappointed with Baltimore because the fact that, like, Baltimore could have won that game. Baltimore should have won that game. Um, yes. and, and obviously it's tough to say that because they didn't, obviously they didn't win the game. Um, they played terrible. Yeah. I, was just saying. Yeah, they played, I mean, they played terrible. Like I, and I'm not going to sit here and discount Kansas city. I mean, obviously Kansas city wins, but I don't think Kansas city did anything spectacular. Let me, um, let, let me ask you all this, not to cut you off, but let me ask you all this. We gave Baltimore a letter grade. Give me coaching staff. I would give an a for the chiefs. Let's start there. But just game overall, Chiefs game, you give it a what? B minus? B, B plus, because the defense B played minus, pretty B? solid. Um, I, think the defense, then, I think the defense played an A minus. I think the offense played about a B minus. I think so. Actually, probably still about a B, 86. Yeah. I'd give the defense about a B because we didn't even get see them really get tested via offense or via rushing. And, uh, you know, like you guys said, it was just a completely different game plan. I didn't think, I didn't think the Chiefs were even holding them either. That's the thing. I thought like the Ravens were just not playing their game at all. Like they were just, it was just ugly all around. Uh, keep going, Brandon. My fault. No, you're good. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's it's. I wasn't really impressed because I didn't. I mean, yeah, Mahomes came out in the first half and like he was he was dealing. You know, that opening drive. That opening drive was was pretty. That was a nice opening drive. And then the touchdown pass to Kelsey, that was a nice touchdown. Um, and then, you know, after that, they kind of start cluttering out a little bit. Um, and I think you kind of really saw as the game went on the deficiencies of the Kansas City offense um, with a lack of other playmakers. MVS had the, you know, the great play to, to seal the game at the end. Um, but the whole second half, I mean, Rasheed Rice was having trouble getting open. Um, Travis Kelsey kind of got phased out a little bit by Colin Hamilton and the linebackers. Um, so it, I, like I said, I think it's more so of Baltimore shooting themselves in the foot. Obviously, like I said, I give Kansas City credit. Um, but, I mean, I don't think they did anything spectacular. Uh, Kyle, so do you have another question? Uh, next question? That's it. That's it for right now. So you don't have it? No, I mean, you don't have anything right now, so... You want me to go on with another one, or does anyone else have another question they wanted to throw out about this weekend's games at all? Because I have more, but just wondering if anyone else had one. Um, I guess mine's kind of catered toward Baltimore. That's um, fine. Just just because they have a lot of. I, I was looking after the game yesterday. They have a lot of guys that are like on expiring deals on the defense, and then they've got to redo their whole running back room. Um, mm-hmm. Dobbins is a free agent. Um, Justin's a free agent. Yeah, I think Justice Hill's a free agent. Odell is. Um, you know, Mark Andrews is kind of getting up there in age. Um, 
I guess my thing is, is like, where does Baltimore go from here? Um, you've got to kind of retool the defense a little bit. Your top two pass rushers, Van Noy and Clowney, are free agents. Um, you know, so that, that's kind of what I'm kind of curious about is how do they retool and what do you do to kind of maybe get Lamar Jackson a little bit more help? So I'll start. I think you getting him another difference maker at running back. I always think is helpful. Obviously the name that was thrown out this year was Saquon. I think that if you're able to kind of, if you're able to get him another guy in the backfield, I think that very much helps. Obviously, a wide receiver of – there's a lot of number one wide receivers that are going to be out there. Mike Evans, Mike uh, Mike Williams, T. Higgins. Uh, there's definitely people in the draft. I think Zay Flowers is very good, but if you compare Zay Flowers with somebody, then for sure. And then I Justin Matabuki, you have to sign him. You have to retain him, absolutely. Oh, He is – him, Patrick Queen – Roquan Smith and Kyle Hamilton are your four most important players on your defense right now. And and then Marlon Humphrey's in there too. Other than you can work around everything else. As long as you have Kyle Hamilton, who's obviously locked up, Justin Matabuki, second team all pro, Roquan Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen in the middle there. And then obviously having Humphrey on the outside. So from there, I think they're good enough defensively where they can and good enough of a team to where they can put in pieces, kind of like how New England can – put in pieces. Baltimore's always been a great defensive team since they've been literally since they've been a team. But it'd be getting Lamar another receiver to pair with Zay Williams and I'd get him a running back that's I'd give him a dynamic running back. It maybe you don't even yeah. have to fully because I think remembering Keaton Mitchell's back coming back. So the fact that Keaton, yeah, Keaton Mitchell like, like I think if you can get him another kind of duo back there, but really the number one I could see. I think Mike Williams would work well there. Big body to go with Mark Andrews, Isaiah Likely, featuring him more and things like that. Uh, I agree uh, with what Keenan said to an extent. Um, you see, I feel like they might not need to get a receiver. To be honest, like Odell definitely had an impact on this offense this year, but if Zay takes the step and Mark Andrews is healthy. You know, and maybe they feature Isaiah Likely with Mark Andrews next year. Then maybe you could just roll with those three and be okay. Um, I'm worried about Keaton Mitchell because he did suffer a pretty gruesome knee injury. And it wasn't at the beginning of the season, you know. So he could be missing for the first three, four months of the season next year. And that wouldn't surprise me. Um, So getting a running back is definitely going to be top priority. Um. I could see them getting like Derrick Henry or somebody, just sign him on like a cheaper deal if they're trying to go win a ring and maybe he thinks that's a team that can do it. Um, and then they probably draft defensively because they always seem to you know, get a lot of good defensive players. So their offensive line is great. If they can get one or maybe two free agent running backs to come in and then with Lamar and that, that group, they might be okay offensively. Um, and then the defense, I, I don't, I'm not too worried about the defense because even if they lose Clowney and their other pass rusher, they're, they're always a good rushing the passer team. Like they'll make guys that nobody's ever heard of, you know, get to 11 sacks. And if they get a couple of those, then they're fine. So. Keep Kyle Hamilton. That's really all. Oh, hundred percent. One thing you yeah. said is we didn't, we didn't really see the Ravens show up to play. Kyle Hamilton showed up to play. He was all over that field. He was the only feature on that defense that actually looked like, you know, deserved to be there and really you know, putting the team on his back for a good portion of their drives. Yep. 
Uh, Kyle, do you, what do you think the Ravens need to do next uh, off season or in the off season? I should say Ravens. I'm not too worried about because I think they're still going to be okay in the regular season. It's kind of hard to forecast because the AFC North is loaded. Uh, the Ravens have not had a clean bill of health the last, I don't know, let's say four seasons. Uh, so you'd figure that luck would kind of turn in their favor. It wasn't even a great health season for them this year, and they still were able to be dominant. Um, so if you still got Harbaugh there, you still got Lamar Jackson. Again, I think Lamar is still going to continue to improve. I don't think yesterday is going to necessarily make him like, you know, getting his psyche to where he's a bad quarterback all around. No, I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's going to continue to grow and improve and maybe eventually get over the hump. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're in the AFC North, a tough division like that, your focus really is just win the division, right? If we can't win the division, get a wild card. You know, they're one of those teams for me. Something drastic. Lamar's got to get injured for them to be out of it to me. They're always going to be in the mix. Uh, again, aside from yesterday, I think they're extremely well coached. Um, so I'm not too concerned. I would say keep adding to the receiver room backs. You can almost, I mean, we've seen it time and time and time again, you can find backs anywhere and get production out of them anywhere. Uh, they've got the tight ends, uh, the defense, you'd like them to stay healthy and continue to build on, maybe get a pass rusher or two in the draft or free agency, whatever. So, you know, I would say maybe get, you know, try to build the strength of the defense, right. Keep adding to that front seven, maybe, um, get a young defensive back running backs you can find, but I would say add to the receiver room, make that defense more dangerous because, Hey, that's the Ravens DNA at the end of the day uh, yep. from Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, that whole group. Like that's just like Pittsburgh. If, if you, if they ain't got a good defense, those cities, those teams don't have a good defense. It doesn't really feel right. And uh, once again, yesterday, no smash mouth football from the Ravens. Look what happens. So continue to build on your strengths. I think the running backs, like you said, you guys throw Derrick Henry, uh, Saquon. They'll find somebody no matter what. And I think Derrick Henry's a perfect fit. That would be downright scary if you had Derrick Henry and Lamar in the postseason. Uh, but, yeah, keep adding receivers for Lamar. Keep getting them weapons. Keep bolstering that defense. They should be good. But you still got to deal with Burrow and Cincinnati, uh, the Steelers and Tomlin, and, you know, if they get a quarterback – uh, and who knows what the Browns, Browns are the biggest wild card to me just in general. And, you know, who knows what that team looks like next year. So just keep building on your strengths. If you're the Ravens, keep building that offense, keep giving Lamar more help. And I think they'll be okay. All right, Tim, you're good. You can go ask your question. Oh, for my question. Yeah, ask your question. All right. I asked Keenan to build me a list. Uh, Keenan it's, loves not really list. It's, it's honestly not really that. Bad. It's really not <laughs> the that question bad. Asked. Um, the question oh, is the one in the group chat. I mean, we kind of hinted at it, but I didn't, like, ask it in the group chat. But, yeah. I asked Keenan to build me a list about quarterbacks, retired quarterbacks. Keenan, go ahead and read that list. Um, so, do you want me to include Aaron Rodgers or not? I know he's oh. not a retired quarterback. No. Okay, I'm just Take making – him off right now. No, no, because no, um, we were talking before, and he was talking possibly Rodgers in there because, like, he's right at the end, but he's not re- – okay. So, 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 this is the best quarterbacks right now. That are retired? Yeah, that yeah, are no so longer in my, the league. Legacy's <laughs> over. Tom just, Brady. Just, pay- just if they could suit up and play. No, I, no, 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 no. Just no, like go all, like all greatest of all oh, time. Yeah, yeah like sorry. Al- accolades. Oh, yeah, yeah. Greatest, I mean, yeah. greatest quarterback, greatest quarterbacks Super of all Bowls, time. List, playoffs, everybody. Yeah. And you have to be retired to be on, on the list, list right now. 
Yeah. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, John Elway, Brett Favre. That's the five that I have in that order. My question is if after this season, Patrick Mahomes retired, where would he be? Hmm. Well, I mean, are we assuming with a Super Bowl win? Because that makes a difference. You could do both. Give me both if he wins versus if he loses. Because it's still impressive that he's been to this many in this short of a season. Uh, okay, so if he loses, I think it would be a conversation between four and five with him and another guy named Aaron Rodgers, who we haven't put on this list, who definitely deserves, who would definitely be in that top five. If he wins... I would say it'd be a conversation between three and four and or two, three and four, depending on who you are. And that's the Manning Montana, the three M's Manning Montana would be your conversation there. I would personally put him behind Peyton and probably in front of Montana. So he'd be three. With a, with a win? With, with a win, win with a win, yes. With a loss, it would be between him and Rodgers, and at the moment, I don't know. It'd probably be him at four. Yeah, I would so take pro- Mahomes with a I'd loss. Put him I'd probably put – so my top five would be in order. Brady, Manning, Montana, Mahomes, Rodgers with a loss. With a win, it'd be Brady, Manning, Mahomes, Montana, Rodgers with a win. And then Elway and Favre would be right after that. Petty, you want next? Or you want me to go? Which um, one? I would. I'll go ahead. Um, I definitely take Brady, and I think Peyton Manning and Joe Montana. You can do. I feel like that could be like a fifty-fifty. I guess it just depends on your preference. Yep. Um, I think for me, even if it, let's say if you were to win, they beat San Francisco. I'd still have it. I'd still have it. Brady, Manning, Montana, then Mahomes at four. Um. Me personally, I just like at this point, like I'm not ready to put him over those three guys because I think that those are like your top three quarterbacks all time, no questions asked. Um, Like if I think of like Mount Rushmore, my quarterbacks at least, those three guys are on there. Um, And then I think Mahomes goes to the four slot. um, And then I think it's Elway, um, Aaron Rodgers, Dan Marino, and then, yeah, Favre, a couple of other guys on there as well, too. Um, Let me – I'm just going to quickly state this. With a win, in my opinion, Mahomes cements himself on the quarterback Mount Rushmore. So if you have four, I would say he he would cement himself on the quarterback Mount Rushmore with a win. With a loss, I think that fourth head to me is between him and Rodgers. I could I, I could agree with that. I agree with that. I think because that'll be that'll be what three rings for him. It'd be three rings, four appearances, two MVPs, six straight AFC Championship games. Yeah. So I, I would if he wins, I would definitely I'd give him that fourth spot. I'd I'd feel comfortable. I think he's a four regardless for me personally, whether Fair. he wins or not. Fair. Uh, um, I actually weirdly, Tim, I did my homework on this like a couple weeks back and i was kyle and i talked about this actually yep um because i was just curious because i'm like you don't really hear what people's top tens actually are that much for quarterbacks and what i found was really i mean there's not really a ton like i'll 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 say this for the nba one through 50 right one through your top 50 you could have a lot of variants you could have a lot of tiers right Top 12 will eventually be around the same. You'll probably have the same 12 or 14 in that mix. 
But after that, like, there's just a lot of great players. Like, you take Russell Westbrook, who's got a very decorated career, and he's somewhere like 33, let's say, or maybe even 43, maybe even 50, whatever. I was say, but, 33 for me is high. I've just said, just have a first no, but point. You know, but you're point right. Is, he's somewhere, have him he's there. somewhere. He's yeah. somewhere in the 30s to the 50s, Westbrook. Yes. And there's so, so a ton of players. There, but I think and that's there's Whichever, whatever. My point being is there's mm-hmm. a ton of players with his same level of accolades that are Hall of Famers, first ballot of Hall of Famers that have careers similar to Westbrook. And Westbrook was an impact player, MVP. Yep. When you get to the 30s of quarterback, it's, uh, it's kind of dark. Like you could make a, not dark necessarily, but you could make a case for someone like Romo being a top 33 quarterback. Top Lamar's already quarterback. top 20, like right now, pretty much. With two MVPs, right. like he's pretty yeah, much already Lamar's, top 20. Lamar's for sure top 25 yep. in, you know, yep. like like to go back to Romo, Romo's probably not a Hall of Famer. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Point is, it's debatable, mm-hmm. and he'd be like in your top 50 without a doubt for quarterbacks all time. And probably yep. a lot of your top quarterbacks come from the last 15 years. Point being what I came to the conclusion with Keenan, I'm like, shit. And you guys probably already know this, whatever. But I'm like, Mahomes is already top 10, like undebatable. Like it's got to be top 10, right? Um, Shorten the answer just to go right to the nuts and bolts of it. If he were to win, yes, he would be top five, right? Three in four years or three in general at this young of an age with the ability to put up production, you kind of already got to put up top five, whatever. If he lost, he would still just remain top 10 for me. I couldn't still have mushered in. Just because, I mean, look, I said I don't think that was an impressive win. I don't think that was a Mahomes win necessarily yesterday, right? So I don't have him in that top five zone yet. want to see how that game goes. want to see, you know, he's got a, a juggernaut in San Francisco, whether how you feel about their quarterback, whatever, good, bad, otherwise. It's a better but, San Francisco team than the first one he faced. Yeah, and both teams were tough. And, you know, this is a great San Francisco team, a great San Francisco offense. Yeah, if he can beat them, of course, you can put him in the top five. But he wouldn't really move up or down much to me. It would also depend on how he plays in that Super Bowl, too. Um, So if he were to, you know, throw a couple touchdowns and still lose or dominate and, you know, it was on the defense while they lost, maybe he could move up a couple spots. I don't know. I'd have to, you know, really do the whole deep dive on it. But in general, I would say if he wins automatic top five, which puts him in just such rarefied air, you're in the middle of the GOAT debate already. You can really start having that debate at least. Um, If he loses, puts him at two. And we'd really have to see how the rest of his career goes. You know, we'd have to see what the rest of his prime looks like. Does he stay healthy? All that. So that's where I'm at. All the good stuff. Hey, Timmy, now you're good to talk. (laughs) I don't got much to say. I just want to disturb Keenan up, really. Uh, no, you're fine. I'm, 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 I'm fine. You just said, <laughs> I'm good. We're good. If we were only we're recording good. before, um, I, yeah. I agree with you guys. I think, I think with a loss, I think he probably is top five. Just because, you know, even with a loss, yeah. they're still almost a dynasty here. Uh, multiple Super Bowls, appearing in four, it's a big deal. So, um, I think it's a big deal. I think you know he's pretty much the only reason that this team is successful. Alex Smith couldn't do it with very similar rosters. Obviously, they didn't have Tyreek, but had Kelsey there. Um, and then the same coach. Yeah, so. Tyreek for like a year or two. It yeah. wasn't Tyreek, Tyreek, but right. he had, he had right. the beginnings of Tyreek. But um, I think with a win, I'd probably take him over Montana. 
And I think there's an argument for taking him over Manning just because at the end of the day, people only really care about Super Bowls and postseason success. And he's with a win, he's already got more postseason success than Manning. He's got more Super Bowls, more playoff wins in way less games. Let's let's be real. He, you could argue right now he has better postseason success than Peyton Manning. Yeah, no, he does. He's thirteen and four, and Manning was thirteen and fourteen. Like he's yeah, already yeah. there. So, like, I think with a win, you could have that argument, and that's what I was kind of talking to Keenan about earlier. And if you're going to call him the goat, then he's obviously above Brady. But Keenan says we got to let his career play out for some reason or whatever. Well, he's not way, <laughs> way too early for well, that. I would say last year, and that's what's way too early. So if he can get oh, if he can get three early. this early in his career and go back to back, much like Brady did, and have better stats than Brady to begin with, like just in the beginning part of the career, you can start having that debate. You can start having that outlook to what it is, right? That you can outlook. start doing. Sure. Cool. Outlook. <laughs> Keyword. But I'm saying you can't. There's really no I'm other quarterback. I'm with you on this, Keenan. I'm, I'm with you on this. I'm just saying you can start having the debate. I'm not. I mean, I know what Brady did. I mean, come on. You're talking to me here. I mean, we I know can... exactly what Tom Brady did. But you know, I agree with you. That's why I'm so. I was so against people comparing them to Brady and Belichick. Even that first run. Because they just did so much winning. So much, you know, 13 and 3, 14 and 2, 12 and 4 seasons. Uh Whereas this was a down year. Like, just talking to Chiefs fans yesterday, they were like, I don't know how the fuck we're here. So, I mean, not to go back to the argument, Keenan, but just to bring it up, like, I don't even think Chiefs fans would say yesterday was an impressive win or a top three impressive win in that era. But So so I've got quick points that I want to kind of bounce off to make sense. So first obviously the six years that Mahomes has played is comparable very comparable to the best six year stretch probably in the history of the NFL which is probably the page arguably which is the Patriots 2013 to 2018 obviously we're talking quarterbacks the Patriots during that stretch were eight 87 and 25 they were 13 and three in the playoffs during this stretch the Chiefs are 89 and 27 you have to remember there's the 17th game so there's a couple added games there and they are now 14 and three during this stretch. Obviously, and also you have to remember the seventh playoff team eliminated a bye a couple of years. The Patriots were the two seed. They would have added a game in there if they would have played. So, percentage wise, they're roughly around the same. Um, when you go through wins, like so, the when you compare this six year stretch to the Brady six year stretch, they're very very comparable as teams are. And then when you go to statistically. They're very comparable as well. Um, during the stretch in the regular season, Mahomes averaged 16 more yards, six more touchdowns, but two more picks like per game on a like per season kind of basis. So like Mahomes is 296 yards, 37 touchdowns, 10 picks, 66% completion percentage, 103.7 rating over that six-year stretch. Brady over that six-year he has two MVPs over that six-year stretch. Brady has one MVP, 279 yards, 31 touchdowns, eight interceptions. 65% completion percentage and 99 rating. So Mahomes is a, t- a tick better during that. In the playoffs, as of right... Madden rating in there? No. <laughs> <laughs> no just, um, and then in the playoffs, you have Brady, who is overall thrown for 5,230 yards, 31 touchdowns, 12 picks, 64.4% completion percentage and a 94.5 rating. Mahomes is 4,802 yards. 39 touchdowns, 7 picks, 67.4 complete 
4% completion percentage and 106 rating. So he's played he's played better interceptions wise than Brady in completion percentage, has less yards and he's played one more game than Brady would be two after the Super Bowl. So that is comparing their stats and you're right. So if you're going just off of those years, then Mahomes would be a touch better than Tom Brady. The cool part about it is Tom Brady has four other Super Bowls, two other MVPs, and an entire other career where he has a list of records as long as Wilt Chamberlain's. So that's where when people say Mahomes is already the GOAT, it needs to stop. It needs to calm down because it's not like I understand Mahomes can run, but we've seen Tom Brady come back from 28 to 3. We've seen Brady go against the Legion of Boom, two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, 138 yards, I think 12 of 14. We've comeback seen, versus the Ravens. We've, I was gonna say, we've seen the comeback versus the Ravens. Obviously, they even lost. We, he threw the most, who has the most yards in the Super Bowl ever throwing? It's Brady. Like, we just, there's just too much there. Brady, right now, I think is 21 touchdowns to six or 24 touchdowns to six picks in the Super Bowl. I could be quite a little wrong on that, but Mahomes is five touchdowns to four picks in the Super Bowl. Mahomes rec- Mahomes hasn't been great in the Super Bowl thus far. Obviously, the first one against the 49ers, two touchdowns to two picks. Then he had the zero touchdowns to one pick against the Bucks Last year, he was great against the Eagles, three touchdowns to no picks. But Mahomes hasn't been outstanding in every Super Bowl. Brady's been a better Super Bowl performer than Patrick Mahomes up to this point in their career. I just like to let I just like to let things go on. It's like when we we're saying LeBron's the goat when after the 2013 season, like hey, or like or like when we call uh yesterday a top three most impressive win in the Mahomes era. Well, Kyle, I'm saying for me it is because they won a game I didn't think they were going to win. Dang. That is that's literally you just named off real impressive wins with the Patriots that they actually had to work to win. Yeah, and not no, just that lay was on the ball in the second half. That and was play dead. That was the reason my that was my reasoning behind it because they won a game I didn't think they were going to at all. That's You're cute, right. This is not a I this disagree. is this not a top. Okay, then why are we bringing it up again? <laughs> I'm just saying. I just you 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 brought up real games where it was impressive. That's all. I'm just stuck on it. I'm yeah, I don't. I don't. That's okay, all. so you're stuck on it. I thought they weren't gonna win. They did win, so that's it's why it's there. Your reason, your your only reason is because they won. Not yeah, how they, they, played, they, played a, they, they played. They played a. They played a very. They played a very good they first. They played. A, they played a very oh, good first half. In the second half, the defense played well. I think the Ravens made mistakes, but the defense also did play well. It's not like the Ravens only made mistake. Like only. I mean, Lamar threw a bad pass, but he threw it into a coverage where he thought someone was going to be open. They weren't open. Obviously, they forced a fumble on him early in the game. Obviously, they poke, they punched the ball out from Zay Flowers. That's still a good play by Legereus Need there to do that. The defense played well in the first, the second half, and then they played well in the first half. The offense played well in the first half. But if you don't want to think it's a top three impressive, that's fine. There's other wins that they have that are impressive. They're 51 to 31 against Houston, obviously. I'm just They're saying that case would not hold up well in the court of law. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, I do have a question. We've seen worse. OJ days, got though. off. I have one after you go, Kyle, as well, too. Uh, okay, okay. All right. Mine's going to be quick. Um, actually, it'd probably make more sense for you to go. Go ahead, because mine's more Niners related. And so it's kind mine... of a question. Mine is also like I just like it just kind of like popped up in my head um, since we're on the whole kick about like your Mount Rushmore kind of guys. Where does this put Andy Reid at in terms of the coaching conversation? Ooh, that's got to be top top three. So top here's four. the thing with Andy is 
I would listen to that conversation with him and Bill more than I would listen to Mahomes and Thomas of right this moment. And the Maybe reason being is when you take away Mahomes, you take away Brady, what their record and things like that have been. Obviously, you obviously you gave McNabb to uh, Reed, so he's still a very good quarterback, but the AFC, the NFC Championship games he was in, Super Bowl appearances, the wins without. So it's a very interesting conversation there. One of the greatest offensive minds of all time. We know Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick is the greatest defensive mind of all time. So that one's more of an incre- interesting conversation for GOAT thing. I would think we're, mm-hmm. I think Reed's Mount Rushmore too. Um, see, that one's tough for me just because a lot of the great coaches predate both Belichick and Andy Reed. Yeah. Um, Walsh Landry. Don Shula. Shula. So, but Reed with the run he's on, you'd kind of have to put, I don't know about Mount Rushmore. That's hard. Uh, and I'm old enough. 32 as of today so happy birthday to me that's right we're, we're, happy was, birthday yeah. well i was giving i was happy waiting for the end of the i was waiting for the end of the pod but sorry oh, no, worries. no worries no i wasn't i didn't want i wasn't <laughs> wasn't expecting it just saying that i say that to say i saw a lot of andy reed's early career granted i was a kid and you know even spanned into my college years and he had a reputation of just like being a terrible clock manager a terrible mm-hmm. game manager uh could not get over the hump. Like people did not think he was a good big game coach. So it'd be harder for me to put him in the Belichick conversation just because Belichick was about as good of a clock manager as you could get as a coach, as far as just game planning and all that. Um, the league's definitely turn taking a turn in Reed's favor. Um, he's certainly, he's gotta be top five. I would think I would, again, I would have to go through it all. It's, it's so tough with, you know, the coaches that have been throughout the league's history. But, you know, you would think he would have to be top five with his resume, especially over the course of what the last six years or, you know, even just his run in Kansas City with Alex Smith too. Like he's he's certainly, yeah, I would think he'd have to be top five, top six. And you can really start having arguments if, again, they win this game. Um, but him next to Belichick, that's a little different for me again because I've seen what Andy was early in his career and what his reputation was. It's a complete night and day switch. It'd be like if Mike McCarthy all of a sudden just got like two more Super Bowl rings, like in how you talk about it. Um, Andy Reid's game managing has gotten better, but of course, you know, that's partly Mahomes too, because he's, you know, an elite quarterback and game managing is part of that. So, but he would have to be, if not on the Mount Rushmore, but near it. But again, I'd have to go through the coaches with like Walsh and Shula and all that. So I can't really answer that definitively. Okay. Timmy, you? I think you could probably put him on the Mount Rushmore, but I agree with Kyle. It's really hard with a lot of these older coaches just because, you know, a lot of us didn't see those guys coach, so we might not know them off the top of our heads. And, you know, I bet you there's a bunch of old heads that could name you six or seven coaches that they'd take before Andy Reid. So. Probably Vince Lombardi. <laughs> Lombardi, Landry, Shula, uh, Walsh. Uh, there's obviously others too, but um, I know a lot of people like Parcells. Parcells, so like, yeah, Parcells. Yeah, is great like, Parcells. Uh, Jimmy. I mean, obviously it's ten years shorter, but Jimmy Johnson. Then Johnson. if it depends if you're, so yeah, and then obviously you're, we're talking NFL, but too obviously if you added in all coaches yeah, ever, Coach you obviously I would oh, say Nick Saban. <laughs> I would say Saban's got to be there. Yeah, obviously yeah. Coach K, uh, for sure. Jim Beheim and the whole crew. So yeah. <laughs> Joe Mazzola, Gino Oriema, and the crew, but yeah, 
<laughs> That'd be an interesting topic. Yeah, oh, it is. That that one is. Uh, that one's definitely very interesting. So, like, it's it's also weird, too, just thinking about the Chiefs teams, how, like, the three things you would talk about being in the GOAT conversation are the three things you would talk about with Brady, which is quarterback, coach, and tight end. That's just kind of mm. just thinking about that. It's just interesting because, like, Travis, Kelsey, and Gronk's are conversation. It's going to be Brady and Mahomes, their conversation. And soon it will be Reed and Belichick just because of, obviously, they're the coaches we've seen as of recent. So it's just kind of interesting that that happens to be the iteration we've just moved into from what we were just in. Two questions. Uh, It's really one, just like a two-parter. One, I just want to hear everyone's assessment of the Niners yesterday. I don't think we really broke down that game as much. Um, What's your assessment of them going into the big game? And then uh, I'll have a follow-up to that and we can end on it. But what's okay. just overall assessment of 49ers? Uh, if you want to give them a letter grade like we did the Chiefs and their coaching staff and the Ravens and their coaching staff, by all means. Uh, but just want to hear where your guys' head's at on the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Timmy, you go first. Um, I'm a little bit more confident in them with how they played in the second half. Because uh, the first half letter grade would probably be like, a D plus, you know, some good plays, but getting down that big early is pretty bad. But they battled back. First team to overcome 17-point halftime deficit. Um, and now they're kind of rolling. You know, they kind of got – they figured some stuff out. So maybe they can carry that into the Super Bowl, which is good. Um, I do want to bring up a point that before, I definitely said I had some worries about the 49ers defense, and they kind of showed them in that first half. They got ran all over, and it just seemed like any play that the Lions ran was for a first down or a touchdown. It just seemed like they were just rolling. Uh, But they did tighten things up in the second half. So um, I have more confidence in the Lions offense than the Chiefs. So I think all in all, uh, it'll be a good matchup. Uh, I I would rather say the Lions kind of gave away this game in a fashion too. Uh, but the 49ers definitely played very well and definitely deserved to win this game. And Brock Purdy looked pretty good. Kind of stepped out of that game management kind of QB that we see him be, and he picked up a lot of you know clutch first downs with his legs at the end there, and that was really good to see. Something that we don't really see from Brock Purdy. So. How about you, Brandon? Yeah, I think it's a – I agree with Tim. It's like a tale of two halves. The first half, I'd give them probably a D2 and F, and then the second half, I'd give them – Probably an A. Um, they came out opening drive. They got a field goal, and, and from there it was kind of just just balls to the wall. Um, the defense, Steve Wilkes came out, and you know they made some good adjustments on defense. I think they started playing a little bit of man coverage, which they typically don't do. Um, started keying the run a little bit more, uh, playing the run a little bit better. So I think the defense came out uh, pretty good. Chase Young um, was terrible. Um, he was loafing so much. I saw plays that he was like taken off in the first and second half. And mm-hmm. It's terrible. Um, and then Brock Purdy, um, aside from like the pure luck of the uh, the fifty yarder Brandon IU catch, um, with him using his legs, um, moving the pocket a little bit, and there was, I mean, a couple of throws where he's you know scrambling to the left and just hitting guys on the sidelines, um, and. 
I was impressed with Brock Purdy. Um, I was I was really impressed with him. The fact that he was able to orchestrate a win and that mattered down seventeen um, against a very good Detroit Lions team, um, and you can come back from that and win the game. Pretty impressive. Um, so I definitely I agree with him. I definitely feel a little bit better about the uh, about the Niners going into the Super Bowl matchup. Um. B plus, B to B plus would be how I feel about grade-wise. I think they're D to F-ish territory in the first half. I mean, obviously, they had to turn Brock Purdy through the pick. Uh, offensively, they really couldn't get anything going. The Lions did whatever they wanted to offensively in the first half. Second half, I think the offense played great. I think the defense played pretty to very good i think there were some drops on the lines and josh reynolds had a big one on a third down that kind of stalled a drive uh he had a big one on a fourth down that a little bit outside down in a way but again the catch that you've got to make uh they had some good disguises some good plays obviously there were some fourth downs where they could have kicked field goals so there could have been six added points to that total already um i thought they mismanaged the end of the clock a little bit there too so not as like egregious as the Ravens game for me, but I do think it's a game that the Lions also had to hand in losing rather than just the 49ers taking it from them. So I don't have it as a full, I have it probably B to B plus ish game from the 49ers overall. Uh, definitely resilient. I team wise, I feel pretty much the same as I did going into this game. The only thing that might be a touch I feel better about is that if they face adversity, they're gonna. They've seen it before now. They they've seen it multiple times against different adversaries. So if they see adversity against the Chiefs, Chiefs get up on you early, big. They're in better. They're in better situations, and they know how to handle it more. But otherwise, the defense still can be. Defense is not getting home much. Chase Young, Nick Bosa haven't been getting home all that much. If you give Mahomes time, regardless, excuse me, of the weapons. At some point, you can't cover for eight seconds, seven seconds, five seconds. Obviously, you got to get home at some point. So that could be problematic. Pacheco's a very good running back, and you can run on this 49ers defense. We've seen that with Gibbs, Montgomery, Aaron Jones, James Conner towards the end of the season. So Pacheco could be in line doing that there. So B-plus, I feel about the about pretty much the same going into the Super Bowl as I would have if as I did this week. Uh, fun fact about Brock Purdy and his rushing. Uh, at one point on FanDuel, you could have live bet him. His over-under for rushing yards in the second half at one point in the third quarter was .5. So all he needed was one yard, and he uh, smashed that, obviously. Uh, but I thought that was funny. Yes. But um, to do with the Lions in this game, I agree with you. They, kinda, they did kind of piss it away. Uh, but... They first of all, they severely outplayed the Niners in the first half, right? Yep. Obviously. Absolutely. But I didn't feel as terrible about the Niners just because like that interception Purdy had, that was like a weird like high five kind of play. Like it was a good play on the Lions part. It wasn't like a bad Purdy interception. Uh, and the fact that they were getting the ball back in the second half, I kind of just knew the Niners were gonna go on a run. Or at least I felt that way. Uh Dan Campbell actually said as much in his post post game press conference that they knew the Niners were going to make a run. So that game, the second half played out pretty much how I thought as far as it being tight. Uh, you know, obviously not all the wildness that ensued with the fourth down calls, with the with the IU play. Um, but that Lions, like that first half, I was I was shocked at how great the Lions looked. 
I mean, they look every bit looked the part of a Super Bowl team. Uh, like y'all said, Niners could not stop them, whether it was the run game, whether it was Goff dropping back, looking like goddamn Tom Brady in the pocket at times. Like, they were just unstoppable. And then, uh, like Brandon said, Niners kind of made adjustments in the second half. Defense was able to make some plays. Um, I was saying this to Keenan on Live Take as well last night. Shouts to Live Take. The NFC Championship next to the AFC Championship, it was like night and day to me. It seemed like JV football in the AFC Championship game to varsity football in the NFC Championship game. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't – my opinion hasn't changed too much on the Niners going into this game. I obviously, I mean, sounds like I'm favoring the Niners quite a bit. Uh, I definitely am. Again, my opinion might change over the course of two weeks. But right now, I definitely favor the Niners. I definitely like how that offense – looks and will continue to look uh, I can't see I can't see uh, the Kansas City defense necessarily putting the shackles on them uh, who knows I don't know if it'll be necessarily a shootout either but uh, I mean their DC Spags Spagnola this will be his fifth Super Bowl I believe they threw up that stat yesterday or I don't know if he's been in five going into a six or or what but it'll either be five or six so that's an advantage if you're the Chiefs so I don't know I do favor the Niners. And that was really, you guys all kind of answered it, um, what your forecast of next week's, or sorry, two weeks from now, the big game would be at this point. You guys all kind of answered it in your question. But uh, if you want to elaborate on that, feel free. But, yeah, I'm favoring the Niners right now. I, I think the Chiefs are going to have a tough time with that offense. That's how I feel about it as of this Monday. But One thing I do want to elaborate on is not exactly that, but it is Brock Purdy. I mentioned this, shout out to Live Take again, but I mentioned this on Live Take last night when we were going through, and it was we in the second half of each game, we had the Chiefs up, and then we had the Lions up. They're obviously the two most, the two people we felt were under the most pressure was Lamar Jackson and Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy showed up in that second half, and he made all the plays that he needed to to win. Obviously, the defense made some plays. The Lions didn't make some plays. But as we've clearly stated here, Lamar Jackson did not make all of those plays. He got hindered by a couple stupid plays from like Zay Flowers or whomever else on Todd Munkin, if we want to go to that too, some of the play column. But Lamar overall didn't make the plays that he needed. And the defense really made the plays that they needed because of the fact that they were able to hold the uh, Mahomes to not really doing a whole lot in that second half. So I do want to shout out Brock Purdy because I know he gets a lot of flack and a lot of criticism for – Oh, what can he do in the big game? What can he do if he doesn't have Debo? What can he do if he's down in situations? And over the last couple of weeks, even if he wasn't great against the Packers, he still made plays to win. And this time he was very good. So I just wanted to give credit to Brock Purdy there. He definitely played and definitely showed. Sure. Yeah, and definitely showed that he is he deserves to be a firm starting quarterback in this league, a firm top fifteen quarterback in this league, and we should think of him as that moving forward. Absolutely. Uh, any more thoughts on the Lions and Niners? No, that was really my – that was my takeaways was that the Lions were – kind of gave it away, but Brock Purdy, 49ers, did did actually reach their hand out for the baton. So, actually tried to take it. Well, hey, we got to get out of here. We started late. For once, it wasn't my fault. I was late. I was the culprit. But for once, it wasn't just me just running late. I actually had a reason this time. So uh, thank you, Tim and Brandon, for joining us. Happy uh, birthday, me, Kyle. 
Happy birthday. I would say I would say let's do birthday. Yeah, right. I would say let's do some birthday shots, but I know y'all gotta get to bed and such. Maybe we'll take a birthday shot after recording. <laughs> Yo necesita agua. But uh, hey, catch me and Keenan on live take. We will be reacting probably to the NBA this week. We did uh, we did an NF, we did an AFC and NFC postseason reaction yesterday. So catch us throughout the playoffs with the NFL. Catch us reacting to more NBA on there. And who knows, maybe some uh, historic NBA and NFL debates. Seems how we got that going. Uh, catch us on Instagram, TikTok, oh, YouTube, Warner Brothers Podcast. Historic NBA again, debates for days. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Petty, Timmy Garoppolo, once again, thank you very much. Keenan, I will see you Thursday. Warner Brothers Podcast, we're out of here. Mm-hmm.